Welcome to Parent Teacher Night. Oh, yes, Miss Garner. If you have one of those airline credit cards, you're probably not earning double miles on every purchase. You're right. My card only gets extra miles on some types of purchases. With the Capital One Venture Card, you earn unlimited double miles everywhere. Wait, but where can we use them? You can use Capital One Venture Miles on any travel purchase. Venture gets an A+. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers... Open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the SEO manager for MediaWiz. How are you doing today, John? I'm doing great, Ross, and yourself? Awesome. I'm guessing uh, Florida is a sunshiny heaven at the moment. It is awesome. We just got past a little rough patch of rainy weather, but this is going to be an awesome weekend. I'm looking forward to it. Good weather, uh, sun, beaches, all that fun stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. You're in Canada. I forgot. Oh. <laughs> burn. Hey, we, we got the sun. We got a lot. It's just uh, can't really go in the water too comfortably here. That's all. That's true. <laughs> and I, I'd take this over air conditioning any day. But, yeah. Uh, well. it, <laughs> well, everyone, today we're covering a topic that uh, kind of makes, uh, I think, both of us pretty sentimental. <laughs> we're talking about how ch- search engines have changed uh, from John and I started out and uh, where they are today and what that means to you. So to get things started, I guess uh, we sort of whipped up uh, the three major changes. I don't know how you'd put these together. I guess, John, would you say these are the, the major changes that affected how rankings worked i guess that's the case yeah i think i think it's more about how the the engines change the way they rank things opposed to the actual changes in seo because there's tons of major changes in seo over the years but this is i think a good synopsis of the the major points in the way that pages were being indexed and ranked um so yeah, well, in the first one, I mean, it was, you know, back in the InfoSeq days, uh, we were just talking about that a moment ago. Ink to me running everything. Back in 1997. We all loved Ink Tommy. If you don't know what Ink Tommy is, Ink Tommy used to be a separate company that did nothing but crawl the web and gather information about web pages. And instead of having their own search engines, they just sold their database to other people. It was the Ink Tommy database. And it was fun to deal with. Yeah, if you got a good ranking there, you pretty much got a good ranking in a few places. And uh, I was saying uh, to John, I, I could literally make a change in a site and go back in an hour and watch, the, or even less sometimes. I think it was, the best was about 10, 15 minutes and see <laughs> the change in ranking, uh, just making a change in a page. Mm-hmm. It was great. Quite easy to influence, too. Yeah, I was going to say, quite easy to influence. And right at the beginning, I guess the first big change that I remember noticing was um, a lot of stuff was keyword stuffed. I mean, people were getting a top ranking 
without much work at all. Um, just by adding multiple words of this, multiple incidences of the same word to get that ranking. I mean, it was just so, it was a joke. Um, and the big one, I guess, was at that time the search engine started to realize this and managed to figure out how to edit this out. Uh, to me, that was the first true step taken to remove search engine spam. I um, mean, you know, I guess it was probably the first really big search engine spam. And uh, get yeah. into that? Yeah, I agree completely. It was. The, the engines at first, they just decided, let's just index everything and throw it up there based on what's on the page. And then they started realizing people would take advantage of that by doing that keyword stuffing. They they had to really, to make their quality listings, to make make their search engines relevant, they really had to take control of that. And it took the first steps back then, but it, it really didn't happen completely in, in, until Google came along. And that was the, uh, the, the, big, the big change. I mean, when Google came out... The, the search engine market changed. And the main reason was because of how they index their pages and how they get rid of all that spam and all that keyword stuffing. And I'm sure most of you, I hope most of you, are all familiar with PageRank. And PageRank was the big difference at the time. And, and just to give a brief background, just in case some of you out there are really new to SEO, um, PageRank is based on people linking to your content, not not just the keywords in your content, but who thinks your content is important by, by reason of linking to it. So when they added that into the algorithm, that's when it took off. Um, the, re- the results were much more relevant, and the spam was much, much harder to do. Not impossible, but much harder to do. Um, a little, tri- little bit of yes. trivia about PageRank, in case, in case you don't know. Uh, most people think PageRank itself is named after just the fact that it, it's a page rank. It ranks the individual web pages. Not true. Not true at all. It was Larry Page's ranking system, so they named it PageRank after him. Just a little bit of trivia. Hey, I didn't know that. I learned something new already. I love it. <laughs> okay, so... Uh- that was essentially number two. I mean, the fact that they changed just from ranking by content, then now they added trust to that. So, you know, how many people trusted your content by linking to you? So all of a sudden, it became a twofold process. You had to be somewhat good or fake it, and and that's where the next level of search engine spam came in. And and you know, it was it was as usual quite rampant. A lot of people were making a lot of money, and they got they went, went a little wild on that. And uh, I, I guess uh, only. Over the last year or so, as Google tried to really clamp down on that, or maybe two years, but I mean, really started to make an effect on it, and uh, through paid, you know, trying to block as many paid links as possible. But um, that even wasn't that was big. But we figured number three would be universal search, so incorporating video, news, images, and other social media into search results. Um, but having that happen, that was that was massive. All of a sudden, search engine rankings were no longer what they used to be. There's not just a top 10. Now there's a mix. Um, actually, Bing is a good example of that. Uh, if you guys are familiar with the new search engine from um, Microsoft, um, where I actually am giving them big kudos. I think it's pretty cool. They've done a good job. But, I mean, it needs work, but it's a good start. Um, yeah, and so... Uh, yeah. And totally, just to add to that, Ross, just it literally... When Universal Search came along, it literally changed the face of search engine results. So instead of just having text and you're listing the pages, now you have blog posts and news and travel and video and images. And it just completely changed the way search was presented to the users and really affected us, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And and I found it was pretty cool. I mean, it was – I like the fact that 
well, for example, uh, I found the other day that uh, I'm getting a PR4 link back to my site because I've got videos at YouTube. Um, so my actual destination page for Stepforth has a PR4 linking back to my site. That's great. That's just an incidence of, of, of a benefit of me getting into a universal search. So what I did is start putting our images or our videos from interviews I did, um, interviews I had of me, all that stuff I put on there. And then I put those on my site too. It's it, everything is it's like a big cross promotion, but it's all working out well for us. And it works out well for Google because they get to offer a way more diverse, uh, well, a diverse set of results. That's kind of cool. I mean, you remember you doing the, the Star what was it Star Wars search? Which Star Wars search? I've done so many. What? Yeah. <laughs> you could like type in Darth Vader or something and pictures. Of, that was, I think the example they used when they first launched Universal Search. And it was like you type that and then you see pictures of Darth Vader and then there were videos intermixed with the results. And we're all like, whoa, wow, this is Eggs. cool. Not, not just seeing Darth Vader. I mean, that's pretty cool too. But, right. but, but you're right. But now we have to figure out as SEOs, we have our clients are coming to us and say, well, I want my video to show up on the results. So <laughs> now we have to know how to do that as well. Um, what are some of the kind of things that you're seeing from Universal Search that you're able to use, Ross, on a regular basis? Where are you, where are you getting your most uh, bang for your buck, I'd say? Well, I think I'm going to leave that till we finish our break. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Does your website need a bailout? Looking for a conversion rate stimulus package? Do you need a website improvement to-do list? On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7, analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it so that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash on target. I'm Brian Eisenberg, and I approve this message. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com, or what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, Amazon, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you, LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prwebauthor.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online news release and content distribution service. Mobile Presence, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on webmasterradio.fm. 
Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, SEO manager for MediaWiz, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Before the break, we were discussing some of the uh, major changes that have happened in, in how search engines rank content over the years, at least since we, we started uh, back in 97, or even before that, weren't you, uh, John, was it 95 or it was way earlier than I want to admit. <laughs> it makes me uh, old. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. Um, I won't touch it. Okay, so um, we were just going to get into what really provides the best about the universal search, and and that is pretty much where we're at now, universal search. I mean, it's really taking hold. Yes, it, they, Google brought it in, what was it, last year or two years? I don't know. I can't keep track of time anymore. But It's been a it's, couple uh, of years now, yeah. Wow. Right. Anyway, it's 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 making impact, but I thought it was pretty slow. You know, some stuff still doesn't have any universal one at all. But um, then again, you know, we look at uh, Bing or or some of like that, which is now one hundred percent universal. I don't think there's a search where you can just get rankings unless you're particularly looking for that. Um, and that's a, a good example of how I, I think Google will ultimately be. You know, not that they're going to be copying Microsoft any day soon, but. The, the concepts are, are there. Uh, best bang for my buck? Hmm. I would say YouTube so far. Um, YouTube and local. Um, you know, uh, local being, you know, you submit yourself, submit your, your, your website uh, or your company, I should say, to Google Local. And when you do that, uh, let's say someone types in um, uh, Web Marketing Victoria, um, nothing necessarily will show up in terms of local, but if you type in Web Marketing Victoria BC, it shows that you're really looking for a region. All of a sudden, Google will show the local results, and if, and in our case, we are, we've we've tried to get a ranking for that. We're there, you know, we're in the top five, uh, and, and I'm sure for the same degree on your end too, right? Yeah, and I, and I really love that local research, the, the local search box. I, I think most people call it the one box. I've heard it called a number of names, but that map right at the top of those listings with all the like, I think there's the ten boxes and everything. There's ten listings if there's that many in the area. I, I actually personally love using that when I'm looking for something. It's a wonderful tool, and it's um, definitely one of the bigger. To me, one of the bigger aspects of universal search that, like, um, again, I agree completely. YouTube, and not only YouTube, a lot of video results. I'm seeing video results come from uh, Rever. Um, there's a couple of big ones out there other than YouTube that I can see. You can see them listed in there with the little the little pictures. Can you? They, for a while, you could actually view the video and results, and then they took that away. And I think they might have even brought that back, so we could actually view the video right there in your search results. Do you know? Do you know, Ross? Can you still do that? I actually haven't tried it since they. I mean, I did it when they first released that. I thought that was kind of cool, but I never really thought it would be cool to do in you know, my yeah. everyday thing. So I can't say whether or not they've done that or not. I didn't even know they'd take it away. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Um, one of the other ones I like in Universal Search is the news results. If you have a client or a site that publishes a lot of content on a regular basis that can be kind of considered newsish, um, even even sites like celebrity gossip sites get into Google News for news type of sites. And you can get a ton of traffic if you're able to get your your client or your own sites listed in Google News and, and get in if you if it's a hot topic and there's news about it and they put that news thing at the top of the universal search there's usually two or three sites they link to that's a great traffic source a lot of exposure um, from a universal search perspective as well so that the news is good and then of course there's always images images work too if you if you have it on your site if you have a big gallery or you're using them constantly on all your content. Um, 
images pop up frequently for uh, Universal as well. Um, uh, do you use Google Base in, in Universal Search much, Ross? I haven't had too much exposure to that um, on an ongoing basis. Have you done it much? No, I've done a lot of reading on, um, you know, and I've seen case studies and such, but uh, I've got a couple of clients that do it. I just, they never needed my help. It's so simple to use. And um, it's, it's just a matter of porting your feed. And in fact, I think one of them uses the Yahoo shopping uh, service and when they, their, their actual platform, and it's automatically um, uh, indexing that. So it's, it's pretty cool. Um, and, and as a result, they, they, they definitely see results. Um, yeah. what is, I was actually looking at the Google Base page recently, and it said, uh, uh, put in Google Base, see in search results, or something like that. It's so simple, and it is. It's apparently that simple. Uh, I, I think, there, And I know there is a certain uh, optimization to that. Um, and personally, I'd have to say, if anyone wants to know more about that, I would do a little more reading on it. Uh, I haven't done enough of it to, to say I could really give a lot of opinion. Um, have you? Do, do you know... And the optimization principles of it? Um, I know it's all feed-based. So they, they pull all of the, the optimization. You really just have based on your feed primarily. I don't think they have much. They probably have a little bit of landing page interaction, but most of it's based off your feed. Um, I do know I saw um, – where was that? It was at Scary SEO last year. We were in the middle of a presentation. And someone was talking – it was a it was a PPC presentation. And someone was going through it, and Google Base – ads actually showed up in paid advertising as well. They could expand the PPC ad and there was this Google-based stuff under there. So Google-based from universal search standpoint is not only affecting organic search, it's also affecting paid search now as well. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's certainly something I'd like to explore more. What, what, let's get into some of the stuff that people can do. Now, we talked about what they, they the, the stuff they can get in there, but how do they do it? So let, let's start with images. Um, uh, if you don't mind, I'll take that along. Uh, essentially, sure. Um, when you I learned a few tips on this that seem to be working. Um, when you're adding images to your page, if you want to get uh, a little bit of extra, um, I guess, a little extra space in the search engines and, and hopefully affect universal search results with your own images, you want to use things like picture of when you're trying to describe the image in the alt attribute. So that's the alternative, essentially, uh, description of the image. Put in there picture of uh, a car or picture of um this uh, particular product and or image of and what that does if a lot of people are searching picture of image of that way you can uh, you can show up in certain search results um, and, and indeed also uh, Google considers the content around the image as well so if perchance uh, you, you it uh, I don't know maybe your image you could actually go for different targets your image has a, a different slang term describing it um, or even the, the normal term, and then around it, the content around it actually uses a slang term, um, so you can get multiple rankings for the same image. Um, it's it's quite in depth. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty. I was pretty excited when that all came out because uh, images can can say well, they can say a thousand words, millions of words. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yes, again, uh, the, the file name of your image plays a part in it too, doesn't it, Ross? So if oh. you have the yeah, so if you have the. Uh, like if you have an image of a celebrity or somebody or a box of cereal or something, if you put the name of that in your file name, that'll help as well, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe I forgot to mention that. Yeah, it's, it's actually the, probably the core. I mean, you can easily fudge an alt attribute, but really the image name, you could fudge too, but there's not much point. It's generally going to be more honest in that regard, and Google's all about that. They want to make sure whatever they're showing is accurate. 
And, and I've had some people tell me that they want to make sure that the the, the, the text is not only the alt attribute, which I, I personally believe the alt attribute is just as important as the file name. It, I know it's a little easier to spam, but they really do look at that a lot. And your, your tip about picture of, image of is a good one. Um, but the title attribute of an image, people ask me about that all the time. And I correct me if you think I'm wrong, Ross, but as far as I know, and as long as I can remember, they've never used the title attribute for anything. Um, so I don't believe it would help much at all if you're going to go in, if you're going to try to optimize your images to, to do much with the title tag inside of an image, yeah. not the page, but the image itself, the image title. I get, there may be an argument that if you don't have an alt, if you, if you're missing the alt attribute and you just have a title that maybe it would be used, but uh, I've never tried that, so I don't know. But uh, right, I'm yeah. sure that'd be an easy thing to research. It'd be kind of interesting, actually. Um, uh, now, how about RSS um, using uh, news? Do you want to take that? Um, the the going into the news feeds via. And are you talking about the news feeds via RSS? So Universal Search News or like blog feeds via RSS? Actually, you know, you can get into both of those results. Universal results using RSS. Um, exactly. So if you have RSS set up on your site, and if you don't, I definitely recommend it, even if you don't want people subscribing or, or have a site where you think people would subscribe. If you set up these feeds for no other reason than submit them into the engines that will pull through them through the blog, um, networks that will index your contents based on your RSS, um, for no other reason, set them up for that. Um, the easiest way that I found to actually set up an RSS feed is to use a CMS that already has one built in, <laughs> like WordPress or um, a lot of the a lot of the forum software. Tons of it have RSS built in. Um, take advantage of it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm we'll actually uh, add to that in a sec, but uh, before we do that, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll con- when we come back, we'll touch a little more on RSS. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Looking for a new way to build backlinks and traffic back to your website? Then look no further than the quickest and easiest way to blast your article to thousands of subscribers at the click of a mouse. Introducing ArticleSender.com, the world's premier article distribution service. With ArticleSender.com, you can submit your prize-winning piece to thousands of promising publishers and article directories craving for fresh content. ArticleSender.com also provides premium services so that your article is SEO SEO ready. Plus, we provide express editorial review for rush delivery of your submissions within 24 to 48 hours article distribution at its easiest one form one click thousands of results get your free account today at articlesender.com that's article s-e-n-d-e-r.com are you an affiliate if yes you'll pay me no if as or maybes Get paid daily, make a mad dash, sign up is a flash, quickly convert the clicks in the cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase, it's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you, cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need indeed. You can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking, don't get it cracking. Even comes with state of the art tracking. Where did the start? You can do it a couple ways. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. 
They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart. Had been out there with the code of ethics. Been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Fired up with Gordon Rudo. Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, SEO Manager for MediaWiz, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Uh, before the break, we were, t- were sort of touching on how to make your blog work for you. Um, essentially, uh, uh, making uh, RSS work uh, so that you can get ex- uh, some universal rankings. Now, um, what I found with that is using FeedBurner is great, uh, and uh, I guess you know one oh, thing. Definitely. One thing I should pause on first is what is RSS? Yeah, you know, there's people here that don't know what that is. And fair <laughs> Good point. So I think we we just get so entrenched in what we're talking about here, but it's there's a few different. I think there's two different ways of putting it, but real simple syndication is the one I like to call. Um, there's another one as well, but that's what it's abbreviated for. And it really what it is is everything you put in your blog. If you have a uh, RSS feed. It automatically gets abbreviated or the whole thing gets put in there depending on your settings. The actual article gets put in there and it's added instantly. As soon as you update and add something to your blog, it's updated instantly. Anyone who's following that gets immediately notified or or, or has that information appear. Um, It's fantastic because there are actually search engines out there. Um, or search bots of sorts that are um, RSS aggregators. They're going out there and finding these feeds, and they use your content, and they love to post it. So um, uh, it's great. You know, if you've got good le- good leads in there, good information, but you also have the odd link to your uh, own content, that's fabulous. Um, but, yeah, it's FeedBurner. FeedBurner is awesome. It's by Google, so obviously anything by Google, you got a bit of an advantage. So uh, if you get in there with Google, you're going to you're gonna kick some butt because it's got yeah. some fantastic stats and analytics as well. Anything to add? Yeah, yeah actually, actually FeedBurner was really, really good even before Google bought them. So <laughs> yeah, well, totally. they, had a really, they had a really good base to begin with. Um, but there's actually um, a lot of the, the, the blog search engines, um, Technorati, Google Blog Search, the best way to make sure you get into those are through your RSS feeds. And people will submit your sites. You have a ping in a lot of blog services where you can just tell the sites that you've updated. But the RSS feed is definitely the way to go there. And if you want to have news, if you want to get into the news section of Universal Search, you have to have an RSS feed. Well, you don't have to. It's much easier now with an RSS feed. You used to be able to do it just by tagging your URLs, but now they have a very specific uh, feed that you can send into Google News to get that done. Yeah, I remember the day I was very ecstatic. We got uh, it was back in the day when you had to get approved to be part of Google News, and we got approved, and they got wow. added into their, their feed, and that was a sweet yeah. day. You still have to get. You still have to be approved to get into Google News, unfortunately. Oh, do you? <laughs> well, actually, oh, really? Yeah, actually, I don't, I'm, I'm going to take that back. Not unfortunately, um, but yeah, it's a it's a pretty extensive process. You have to submit your site. Um, it's relatively easy to do, but it's not just you know open open range anymore. You you still have to go through and get the whole approval process done. 
even like you know, you're searching Google blog and news, Google blogs but and stuff like that. For, for Google, now, Google blog, no, that's that's yeah, separate yeah. than the Google well, news maybe section. That might be the same as well. Yeah. Um, I think they actually transitioned us to Google Blogs after a while. I think um, uh, whether well, that's an insult or not, but <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. I'm call, you better call your. Let's call Matt Cuts and ask him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'll go well. Um, so uh, you know, in, in short, really go go, go local. Uh, make sure you get a local subscription as well. And that's and that's something that. Uh, uh, what is the URL again? Do you remember, John? Is it local.google.com or google.com slash local? The, the easiest way to do it is to go through maps.google and find in there and find your place and you can claim it through maps.google.com. Um, it's really the easiest way to do it. And it's also a good way to do it that way because you can check to see if someone else has already tried to claim your, your site as their own or your, your location, should I say, as, as their own. Um, so if you haven't done that, you know, if you just really the first time you've heard about the, the the local search listings and being able to actually claim your location as your own and it show up in the engines, go check check your listing, go check your address on Google Maps just to make sure someone else, a competitor or someone near you, hasn't accidentally claimed your location. Um, it's something you want to stay on top of. And Fortunately, it's pretty tough to do because they do. Um, um, at least I would hope they are. It's, it hasn't changed. I don't think when I did it, we had to either receive a mail. A piece of mail, mm-hmm. um, and then yeah. and put a code online so it actually be sent to this address. Or um, right. the other option was a phone call, I believe. <laughs> That's true. The, the, that the, seems the, easier. <laughs> the, well, it is easier. The, the card is very pretty foolproof. It's hard not to do that because it gets mailed to the address and the location. The phone call, however, I was at a presentation. <laughs> I was at a presentation for an SEO meetup down here in South Florida. We were talking about local search, and I was I was presenting, and I mentioned you know that they do the both the phone call and the card, and and while I was presenting the rest of the presentation, some of the uh, someone in the audience said, "Well, I'm going to try to see if I can do this to to." The, the, the location that we were sitting at it was like a, it was it was it was a, it was an old restaurant that wasn't a restaurant anymore. It had this beautiful balcony overlooking the water, and so we had our meet up there. And so he, he went in and he verified the the empty restaurant location because he put in his phone number and they called him right back and because it, so he put in any phone number he wanted. He put in his cell phone. So, so well, you got to be careful with that one. Don't go do that. By the way, I probably shouldn't have told you how to do that, but hopefully they've fixed that by now. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Actually, I, I would have thought. But, you know, if that was the case, they'd make it a little more foolproof and just make it the card option. But uh, yeah. oh, I, do, I do know I've had a little bit of experience with the, the Google Local Search team. I do know that they're trying to allow third-party validation of these sites. So there's there are larger companies out there who have thousands of locations, and as it yeah. is right now, each and every location has to handle that validation on their own. Um, so they're putting in the system. That I know they've been working really hard on making it better, and I know this third-party validation is I think it's in beta, private beta right now somewhere um, so it'll be easier for people with lots of locations to get that done and hopefully more secure overall oh man they could sure uh, they could sure use that and I know they've been working on it for a couple of years easily because I remember actually writing about that and going what the hell because yeah. we had uh, some clients I believe that had multiple like we're talking hundreds of locations and they want to get in there and I'm like okay well that's going to take some time <laughs> yes. and you, you couldn't add more than one you couldn't get a, a so-called corporate local account or anything like that at least uh, mm-hmm. if, it, if it was it was certainly hidden news to me well, well hopefully uh, they're fixing that <laughs> no doubt because it's definitely a weakness I mean local search could be a show of its own Ross believe me it's a lot yeah. of stuff going on with that 
It's true. And you know, the other thing that I'd like to touch on, and speaking of a whole other show on its own, but social media, um, I've, I've seen tweets appearing more and more often in, um, in search results. You know, tweets being um, people who have posted on Twitter and uh, mentioned, rel- you know, used words that are relevant to the search. Google does index all that content on Twitter. And uh, it's, uh, it's paying off, obviously. I've seen quite a few showing up. Have you, have you run into a few? Yeah. Yeah, Ross, I'm glad you asked that question, um, specifically because um, Facebook has actually done something just over the past weekend where they opened up their the accounts people can get um, like a vanity, vanity names. So instead of having Facebook.com slash user slash number, 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 slash your name, you're actually going to be able to get Facebook.com slash John Carcutt. And that is going to make a huge difference in the search results, you know, the universal search and seeing that social media stuff in search results because not only you, now you have Twitter that's going to show up because of your name, you'll have your Facebook much more um, available as far as a search result because the URL is going to be much stronger um, towards your name. So a lot of these places have vanity names built into them from a social network standpoint. You know, if it's a person or if you have a social account for your business or your brand, those show up really well um, in the search results because of the vanity names. That's interesting. And one thing I've been working on a bit with another client was uh, trying to make his uh, Facebook, uh, you know, the, the public Facebook page for his profile uh, a little more informative and, and, and optimized. Man, have they got a lot of work to do on that. Um, I, I tell everyone they should definitely get it. And, and anyone listening, you know, if you haven't got it, make a public page for yourself because it's good. It doesn't show anything. In fact, even if you wanted it to, it doesn't show anything super private. Um, but the nice thing is, is hopefully they'll be able to enable it so you can add certain things. Like we like to add feeds. They can do a feed, but it looks like garbage. I mean, in other words, you could actually input your RSS feed from – your blog and have it show up there. You can actually get that feed showing up in different places. You can have, even have it automatically posting to Twitter. So you, you automate a lot of this process and you can get multiple um, audiences for one piece of work, which, you know, as you know, it's, it's huge. We all got a lot to do. So anything that can make that easier is a good thing. And I think tying this into the overall theme of the show today with the changes in the search engines, you know, it used to be when you and I first started out, we had to worry about our site. You know, we wanted to make sure our site, our, the pages of our site were indexed for the terms we wanted to index for. Now we not only have to worry about our site, we've got all this other social media places where our company or our brand is being exposed on the internet is now also part of our responsibility in the search engines to make sure that stuff is being represented correctly and you know showing up whenever possible from a branding perspective so it's, it's expanded from this our site to everywhere that the company or the person is online so they're all showing up in search now <laughs> it's a little scary. If someone tries to hijack your stuff, it, it's sure to make things difficult for you. So yeah. definitely go out get your names whenever something major social comes up. Take it and uh, sit on it at least. So even if you're not going to use it, you don't want anyone else to use it. I've heard many people say, oh, I don't want to take it. I'm not going to use it, but just take yeah. it. <laughs> you know? Cyber, cyber squatting is not only on domains anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's social profiles. People can be you. It's pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, thanks a lot, John. As usual, this is an awesome show. And I, I, you know, I think we're going to have to expand on a few of these easily. And it's just it's an enormous topic, but it was fun. It was really neat to, to cover I agree. These. I agree. It was fun to reminisce, too. <laughs> Definitely. Well, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, SEO Manager for MediaWiz, thank you for joining us today on SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. 
We hope you tune in for our show next week. 